The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. I can't get in the chat. I'm trying, boys. There we go. All right. We're good to go. New house. Don't know where all the light switches are. Don't know what works what. So we're good. 27 degrees. Is that what it was early? When I went outside, it was 31. I thought, oh, my God. I was vastly underdressed. 27 degrees this morning. I mean, it was as cold as I mean, it was funny because I get my I get my cars dropped off on, you know, different days. Today, a new car's getting dropped off. The gas station that they go to for the car wash. Yeah. Wasn't open because it was too cold to run the car wash. Oh, like, that's how cold we're talking about. Even hot water can't exist right now in Las Vegas yeah. when it comes to washing cars. I went to see the tennis pro. I had to ask him something in person only. Oh, okay. This is a guy I worked f- with for, I don't know, 12 years. Mm-hmm. And our paths had crossed previously um, down in the Caribbean doing some stuff. And, um, He's here in Vegas. He's giving tennis lessons. So I went to see him, and he had a nine o'clock lesson. You should have seen people coming in in shorts. Like they must normally just come to their morning outdoor tennis lesson here in shorts. So they got in a car and drove here, and then I was like, what are you people Uh doing? People were wearing shorts. Impressive. The kids at the bus stop, I don't know what it is about kids here, but like the teenagers here – I think they want to try to like show their medal or something, but they're all wearing shorts. It doesn't matter how cold it is. They're all wearing shorts. I think I wore shorts my entire life in Pittsburgh. Like there was, you know, you wear a sweatshirt. And then when it got to winter, it was, you know, you had to wear pants, but like I would prefer to wear shorts. Now that I'm old, there's no chance. There's not. And I would wear shorts every day here if I could. It is cold. 27. I don't care where you're at. And if you're here watching the show, put where you're at mm. and your current temperature in the chat because 27 is low. Yeah, it's like the Dan Patrick version when Dan Patrick used to say your name, your height, and your weight. Height now we're saying weight. your name and your location and your Dave temperature. Pittsburgh, PA, <laughs> 227. What your, te- what your temperature is. Yeah. Yeah. It's cold here. It's it's one of those mornings that you're like, um, where did Vegas go? <laughs> because this is not what we're used to here in town. See, but, we, yeah. got, we got a lot of people from Canada that watch the oh, show. They think 27 is bombing. Well, they're in love they're yelling at me. They're like, it ain't that cold. I'm like, it is cold when it's when you're not used to that. And then don't forget, it's going to be 115 in six months. Yeah. I mean, look, I went for it was 35 last night and I went for a walk for, you know, I walked around. So like, it's not that cold. I get it. I mean, we've been in colder temperatures. It's just not fun. It's just not what we're used to. Like we're used yeah. to having, you know, in yeah. February, the pools open up here in three weeks. So like, 
<laughs> last week of February is when the pools open here in Vegas right. and the pool parties will start. So we're a long way from that. We're 27 degrees. I mean, it snowed in Henderson. We were on the air yesterday talking about it, but it snowed in Henderson a significant amount. I was driving around Vegas last night, yesterday coming home from UNLV from my class. I thought I was living in Salt Lake City because right. in, Salt, in Salt Lake City, Scenery. the lower level mountains are covered in snow. Like we're yes. used to having like Mount Charleston, which is the highest, it's like Mount Doom here in town, but like it's the highest. That always is this time of the year has snow on it. But all the lower level mountains around the strip, all are covered in snow. Right. All of right. Henderson is covered in snow. Not typical. No, not atypical. At all. Different type of morning for sure. All right, let's welcome in my home state. We do a show called The Bostonian versus the Book. Massachusetts this morning became the th- a lot of people, including Johnny Damon. Yep. Western Mass grabbed hold of Ray Bork. They came in. Yep. This is what I can't figure out. There's 120 kiosks lined up, right? Yes. How is this a line? What is this a line for? <laughs> I grabbed this picture for a second. Look at all the kiosks that are right there. How many kiosks do they open? Do they make everybody bet at the window first today? And because the kiosks weren't operational? Oh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I mean, I was yeah, like, I looking at this picture going, what are we in line for, guys? <laughs> like, There's 120 kiosks at Win Encore Boston right now. Yeah, they probably did, at least at first, um, to do it at the counter, just for the photo op and all that okay. other stuff. And then, listen, there's a lot of hiccups that come with it, too. When you open right. them, maybe all the kiosks weren't ready. Maybe they weren't active. Problem a lot of times, too, if you've ever been to the track where you've been to a book with a kiosk and you don't know how to find a bet and work the kiosk, it requires a person to help you. If there's nobody there to help you, you don't turn the kiosk on. Fair. It's kind of like checking out of paying for parking here in Vegas sometimes at the the parking garages. Got to have somebody there. People can't figure it out. (laughs) How about the self-checkout at the grocery store? Well, that you absolutely have to have somebody there because that's, that's how the kids buy alcohol. Oh. <laughs> you go over and slide over. You grab the bottle. Get that flashing light coming up. You got to get the fake out. Man, <laughs> yeah, man. absolutely. You watch. I watch that all the time. Going, oh yeah, I see what you guys are doing. I get it. It makes you know, it's it's easier than a liquor store. It's, I want to shout fun. out my friend Adam, who's yeah. uh, who's a, a Canadian guy, odds maker. Prominent book. He does some good work. He's watching the show. Burns? Uh, might be. Yeah. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Hi. What's Adam, going on? Watching. Yeah. Very nice. He said, uh, we're wusses because he's, yes. in a, he's, he's in right. a cold place. He's right. right. I mean, there's a lot of snow up there. There's, there's no not debate in it. snow here, but, but it's cold. we choose to live here for a reason. Yeah. I don't want we, that. Snow. We want to be wusses. <laughs> right. <laughs> we choose to be wusses. <laughs> Yeah, it's by our selection to calm down and be wusses. What, what do you make of this back to mass real quick? Uh, this is going to be an interesting couple of months in Massachusetts because obviously they're live for the Super Bowl and yep. numerous dignitary were coming in. They were betting on. I mean, the first bet at win bet was by a guy from Tuxbury who took the Chiefs. Bad upbringing by that guy. I have a conversation with my Merrimack Valley people. Why? Dude, dude betting the Chiefs is your first bet because... Do something else. Bet the Bruins win the cup and the Celtics to win it all. Don't be the first bet at win bet in history on the Chiefs. It's bad mojo. Not a fan. Mm. Not a fan of the first ever bet at win bet. Should have been something else, but that's fine. It was, I think he won a contest. I don't know. Maybe he was a higher up. I don't know the guy's name, but he's from Tuxper. Said Bill from Tuxper. Got a chance to pick the first bet. 
What did you want him to bet? Just told you what I thought that he should bet. Celtics, Bruins, Red Sox, Patriots, something else. Somebody did that at one of the other books. Yeah. They bet the first bet was the Celtics to win the NBA championship. Like it. That was what you're supposed to bet. Bruins winning it all is the better bet, but okay. That's fine. Relax, Francis. Wait, well, hold on. Which bet is a which bet is more likely to cash? The Bruins to win the cup or the Celtics to win the championship? Today Come on, Bruins to win the cup. Hundred <laughs> percent. There's not even a question Bruins, in my mind. Cup, Celtics yeah. have a much harder path than the Bruins do to win the do cup. Do they? Yes. Celtics have to get over all history and you know. Yes. Bruins have got to beat a couple good hockey teams just to they get do. out of the division. They do, but they will. I'm I, I'm confident in that they will. Will they win it all? I don't know. We'll see who comes out of the West, but I'd be very surprised if Boston doesn't come out of the East, given the way they play, given their lines in depth. I watch the chat, and then I see, like, we can't hear you Uh-oh. and all this stuff, and then the audio's cutting out and this and that. I guess we're good now. But, guys, if that happens, the we're relying audio. on you to tell us. So That's the audio. That's never happened before. I don't know. They said it was dicey and it was this and it was that. So I don't know. See, do me a favor, chat too. When we're doing this, ask somebody else. Just ask, say, hey, is anybody else having this problem? Right. Because a lot of times people project it like it's everyone's problem. Right. It's a localized problem. Right. It's their audio. It's not our audio. It's their audio. <laughs> Speaking so. of localized problem, I always am going to try to do this every day. We got to yeah. shout out Irv Gotti and Timmy Baseball. Two okay. of our biggest fans. Yeah. Irv's a big guy. Uh, Timmy's taking care of him, making sure that he stays in line. He says they uh, they enjoy the show every day. They We we help shape their plays, Ooh. but we give them some laughs, and we keep it real. So I said, well, we might put that shit on a T-shirt too. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> so you sent this, and I had already read this thing about the state of New York right now, and – I want to get into this because New York, New York is holding that thread. Yep. Read the whole, I read it before you sent it, but I, I mean, because I, I'll get your take on it in a second, but let me set it up. So New York today is having a hearing about a variety of different things about. There's a lot of eyebrows being raised right now in New York about what's going on. Mm. So let's do a three point, a three prong conversation. The first Mm. is that they are seriously having conversations right now about the tax rate. That right. tax rate at 51% may not be possible. Secondly, they are down. Just, tw- it never was, but go ahead. Okay. They were down. They're now down 20% from open. <laughs> okay. Betting wise. Right. We're seeing down, 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 down. Handles down 20% in the state of New York. Yes. And there is serious conversations going on about the advertisements and what exactly you're going to be allowed to advertise in New York. This got the heads of FanDuel and DraftKings to be in person for this hearing. Well, they had to go, they had to go talk to, I think, try to figure out where does New York go? Because New York is the flagship. They just spent all this money to be licensed in New York and things might not be going all that well right now in New York. So let's start with the first one here. Is 51% going to last? If they start leaving, if books start leaving, no, it won't last. But it ain't like you're going to drop it to 10 okay. like some other states. They're not. So, I mean, 
I've told you guys this for for since we started doing a show. I've been saying it for two decades. It's a five to ten percent margin business at best. I mean, unless you have all same game parlays and you right. have no straight bets, and then it can be a twenty percent. But that's uh, wishful thinking. It's not sustainable because people run out of money. Mm-hmm. You can't keep just doing parlays forever and maintain a business. You have to take bets. I see. It's interesting. Handle in New York has declined 20% since the first three months of launch. <laughs> Wonder so, why. So that means they got the pop for 90 days. And they gave everybody then. free money. <laughs> and now we're down 20%. Because they're not using the free money. Yes. It's- that If you're Massachusetts in Ohio. Yes. What do you take away from that stat? What did we do? <laughs> Wait what, a second. What lesson can you where's, learn? Where's the money? You guys told us the money. You said all these people were going to come and bet on all the sports. What? Hold on. You said they would stop betting offshore. You said that the credit thing wouldn't be a problem. Wait, you said well, we're going to make all this money on the taxes. Oh, wait. You guys aren't going to, you're not going to be accountable for the money you give the people? That part of, That's not part of the handle tax. Wait a second. So if you do all the promotions, you give them all the money to bet, and then they bet, but you don't make no money because you could cross them out, then you don't get no tax money. So the other interesting point about the tax number and kind of what you're talking about in terms of the dollars and credit and the offshores. So Jason Robbins, who is the CEO. Oh, no, you froze. Don't freeze. Mr. Freeze, look at that face. Oh, my gosh. Okay, you're back. Sorry. That's your God. Jason Robbins, CEO of DraftKings, said this in this hearing, that DraftKings may be forced to offer worst betting odds, reduce promotional credits, and will not be able to enter into marketing sponsorships with any of the New York teams. All this leads to worst product and customer cross state border, customers crossing state borders to seek better value elsewhere. Oh, Well, let's take that bit by bit here. By offering worse betting odds, does anybody in that committee care about that? Nope. (laughs) I mean, you're speaking to deaf ears. Nobody. So you're going to offer minus 115. No one cares about that in a hearing. They Do what you want, man. We don't run your book. You do whatever you want. So that falls on deaf ears. Good start. Reduce promotional credits. I think most people in that room would probably say, the promotional credits are part of the problem. That's why handles down 20%. Okay. And then the third would be, will not be able to enter into the marketing sponsorship deals with New York sports teams. Again, nobody in that room cares. <laughs> like, it's not that problem. was a missile. That was a missile out to anyone paying any attention that is getting money from the teams. Interesting. Okay. Same that's that's Mets, what, Mets Yankees. Hey. Yeah. Those Giants. bullshit deals. Those bullshit deals that we made with you. We gave you all that money to put our name on the wall. We, we, we want that money back because that ain't helping you and it ain't helping us. Interesting. Fair so, point. I agree. That sounds that that gets a lot of logic in that saying. Hey, if you're the Yankees, you're the Mets. You got baseball season coming up. We just might rip the deal up and say, Hey, we're not going to do it. We anymore. gave you all this money last year, and then one of them tweets, "This guy Linehan, we we should get him on the show. He's doing." Yo, I mean, God's work. 
yep. reporting these things. And he does it so good on the Twitter. Um, we should give it. Can you read his Twitter handle? I want to give it. It's R. L I N N E H A N R Linehan XL. Okay. I've never met him, but I've started following him because he's doing really good work, like really good work. Um, I I don't want to say this is a precursor of things to come, but you know, every book has their own agenda. Like they're not, there's not, like a gambling industry, everybody's, you know, same page. And Mm -hmm. the big books with all the money, all the marketing money are going to try to get it to done this way. The rest of the minnows are fighting for those scraps. Mm. When the people start watching now and the legislators start asking these questions and having these hearings going, you know, I can't watch a game anymore without, Eight million ads for the gambling. And it's annoying me. If it's annoying me, it's annoying my constituents. In fact, they keep calling my office saying, can you make it stop? So FanDuel said a reduced tax rate to something similar to Pennsylvania will not make New York FanDuel's most profitable state. New York would still be FanDuel's least profitable state, but it would allow the operator to begin investing in the New York market again. So like, hey, you so we'll spend this down. money. We'll spend money in your state if you guys give us a break. See, and you don't even have to take Rosetta Stone to figure out what he was saying. <laughs> See, that's good. That's so that's Draft- what he said right there. Yeah, and then DraftKings said it's if DraftKings is maximizing its net revenue, if motivated to do that, that maximizes tax revenue for New York. So it's basically how do you get from point A to point B to point C like that? Do that. Say that one again. Say, let me, let me, he's saying that if DraftKings is maximizing its net revenue, meaning profit, pay, if it gets motivated to do so by a reduction in the tax rate, lower the tax rate, that maximizes tax revenue for New York. Oh, oh, okay. Right, 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 right. So you lower the tax revenue, you're going to make more money. Don't worry about us. We're just in the middle. But he then said DraftKings has a, quote, plan B in in case the tax rate is not reduced. Oh, Robbins again says the operator may have to turn to again saying worse odds on bets for customers, reduce or even having non-existent promotions. Oh, and cutting sponsorships with state teams and organizations. Robbins saying DraftKings willingly entered New York and it's 51% tax rate chose to invest in a way it knew was unsustainable and unprofitable with the knowledge that its strategy for the state would have to change if the tax rate wasn't altered. Like he literally just said out loud, we came into your state knowing we couldn't make any money. We did it anyway. (laughs) And And you want the state to say what you want us to go back on the deal we made together. You agreed to pay 51%. We passed the law. You said, yes, you paid it. And now we have to change it because you're, you're asking. Well, well, it sounds like, it sounds like in that last sentence or two that it said, or Jason said that we're came, we came in and we agreed to this based on the fact that we knew it wasn't going to work and you guys were going to change it. Like if you read them last two sentences, the part that's that I heard without the words saying it was that 
we knew this was a bad deal, but right. you knew it was a bad deal. And we all did gonna, it. You told us you were going to change it. Well, did somebody under the table say we'll change it after the fact? Because Robin said the New York market was too big, too much potential to miss out on, even with the 51% tax rate. Oh, DraftKings decided to enter the market and invest in an unsustainable way with the oh. hope that something changed down the line with the tax rate. I mean, I'm a, if I'm a lawmaker, I don't really care. <laughs> like, I'm just like, guys, look it. We passed a law. You agreed to pay the tax rate. Why are we here? Like, what are we doing? We're, 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 we're a year in here, guys. Like, what are we doing? What like, are we doing? Like, you guys said yes. We said yes. You paid the rate. You paid the rate. We set the bar. You paid it. What are we doing? You, you, you don't want to be here? Okay. I would hold their feet to the fire if I was someone from a state. If I was elected to a state office on this. I would say, then pull out. Let's see what happens. Go. We're in New York. What are you going to do? You're going to leave New York? Go ahead. It's the same thing that DFS, the same company is dropping its Fandle, tried to do with DFS. New York was just like, look it, we'll do what we want to do. We're in New York. You like need that, us more than we need you. Well, does it does it get to that point, P-Roll? Does I mean, it get I, to that point? I, I think cooler because heads probably made decisions to not go to New York when they asked people that were in the business. I mean, People ask me, I said, you got to be out of your mind to go open a book and pay 51% of the tax. Right. Yeah. You can't do enough handle. What are you going to miss out? You're going to miss out. Miss out on what? Right. We're going to lose money. <laughs> miss out on the branding? Okay, I guess, but that's about it. Not money. I mean, do you know what Spectrum Gaming is? Spectrum Gaming. Maybe. I don't know what Spectrum So the vice president of Spectrum Gaming, David mm -hmm. Isaacson. Mm, also spoke did. also spoke at this hearing what did he say he said a lower tax rate typically results in increased handle additional promo spend from operators leads to increased handle uh-huh haven't we spent the better part of this year telling people that the increased promotional spend does not increase handle they're not listening to what the people were saying. I mean, no. we're, just, we're just saying that it's just crazy. Like it's being said out loud by people under oath to state lawmakers. And nobody's asking the question of, can you prove that statement? Because promotional money is funny money, right? You just make it up. Just make so it up. the increased handle in real money is what you're saying. That real dollars goes up when promotional money goes up as well. Can you back that up? Can any state back that up? Because nobody breaks it down. Nobody just, no one takes promotional money and actual money and reports it as separate. And until right. somebody does that, I can't buy. I mean, look, this guy at Spectrum Gaming may be 100% right. I may be way wrong, but we've never seen documentation so far since the legalization and the, and the pulling down of PAPSWA where promotional money and actual dollars bet are separated and reported differently by the books to the states. Want to change something? Forget about changing the tax rate. Change that. I would agree. Change that, and then look at it and go. Wait a second. What? Why is this number? What? Hold on here. This don't add up. It won't take long. It won't take long when you just give people the money. Um, it's not real money. <laughs> to say handle goes up based upon promotional spends is like me walking over and saying like, I'm going to give Dave a million dollars in monopoly money. And Dave has a million dollars. No, he doesn't. He has a million dollars in monopoly money. It's not right. real. It's not yeah. real money, but Hey, my handles a million dollars. 
No, it's but not yeah, at zero. I'm going to put that money through the window. So <laughs> now I can say the book has a million dollars in handle because you gave it to me and we're putting it through the window. But you can't pull it back out. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can't, no, 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 no. If I give you the promotion of money, it's not real money. Wait, 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 wait. No, you, you can't withdraw that money. No, 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 no. That's that we got to do like rollovers and all that other stuff. And then once you try to do that, then maybe you got to bet more and then you got to have a required period of time. A whole, there's all kinds of stipulations. Um, I just got this summary from Bernsey. Increased promotional spend is only brand awareness. It's basically a budget to give away to brand awareness. Agreed. I think that's totally fine. I, I that if somebody is says a legit that, that makes, way of yes. describing what it is. But they don't say that though. They say it's increased in handle. Well, they say it's more money. You you give more money to the people. That means there's more money in the, for handle. But that money's not real. Well, it is in the world of sports books. Wait a minute. Can I tax it? Well, depending on how it's written and the way that it goes, it might not because it's an expense. So it's a marketing expense. Right. So technically, it can't be taxed. Because that's marketing. That's not actually money being spent. That's a marketing deal. <laughs> right. I mean, what are we doing? Like, this is, I, I know this is in the weeds, guys, but the, the, this is stuff that, like, we have to talk about because nobody else is talking about this stuff. And this is New York. This is the biggest state. And everyone pointed to New York about it going legal and how it's going to change the game. And it did. But now a year later, everyone's wringing their hands going, oh, no. We can't operate here anymore. And if you guys don't change this, we're going to have to make some pretty big choices. And again, if I'm New York, I say, okay, make some pretty big choices, guys. Let's see what happens. Might be better for competition. If you stay and figure it out, you're forced. The, The other thing is like the can't, the books can't cry. You knew like nobody changed nothing. On the legislator side, we told you they were smart. They got the money up front. They said, we're taxing you at 51%. You want to book games here? 51%. You can't go, oh, we didn't know, or wow, that's not fair. You made a decision. You paid the licensing fee, and you got a license. Now you're going, well, we can't really make it. We're going to have to. We're going to have to leave. We're going to have to take all of our promotional money. We're not going to sponsor the teams. Who's threatening who here? Like I don't, I don't understand. The leverage is all in the states, right? It's in their favor. I mean, they were asked about their employment numbers, saying how many people do you actually employ here in the states? Oh God! So FanDuel employs three thousand five hundred in New York. DraftKings has one hundred and fifty. Talking about less than four thousand employees in the large, in the largest populated state on the East Coast, <laughs> with the number one media market in the country. They got big handle or they have big marketing budgets, but like in terms of like who they actually employ, I mean, it's 4,000 people. It's a good number, but it's nothing compared to what other companies are doing in the state. They're going to have a tough fight here. If New York wants to dig in, they're going to have a tough fight. I don't think they want Pennsylvania, I believe is 35 or 38%. Mm -hmm. If they're getting 51, why are they going to go to that? Like, I don't know like that, but that would be the only, that would be the lowest I would say. And again, I'm not a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I have it no makes idea. Sense. Neighboring states and like, they, just, make, yeah. they just say, cause you know, there's a lot of people that live on that border. Right. Mm-hmm. It'll just go over to Pennsylvania and play. Mm-hmm. Probably already are. 
They right. have been. Well, also, that's the thing, too, right? The, the, the New York, New Jersey crossover happens a ton. A and ton. People, and the markets are different. That was another thing that got brought up in the in this conversation, that there are certain markets available like MVP vet, betting that are available in New Jersey that are not available in New York. So mm. that causes people to leave the state as well. But it's, I mean, they were asked if that if that was made legal, would that help you? And the answer was, if it's at a 51% tax rate, then no, it's not going to help us. So everything is about the tax rate. Everything is about whether or not they're going to knock down. I don't know. I don't think New York is really going to be incentivized to to not to knock it down. I don't think so either. And they yeah. got the money. We talked about this from the beginning. They got the big fee up front. All the other stuff afterwards was they got the money. They got what right up front. Pay me right now what I need up front. And now everything else happens afterwards. That's okay. We're good. Well, and I mean, on their, you know, and they told people they were going to raise all this money in taxes and then build roads and build schools and all this other stuff from the gambling money. That ain't there. So, I mean, somebody's, everybody's got to be held accountable. Nobody's telling the truth. I mean, at some point, somebody got to tell the truth. Well, now a year later, looking at it going, where's the money? Where's the fucking money? Like that's. That's what they're saying. Tyler came in and said something too. No one in Tennessee can meet the 10% minimum hold threshold either. They just pay the fine and go. In Tennessee, you have to make 10%. You have to? That's the yes. To have a book, you have to you have to hold 10%. If you don't, you get fined. They go, fuck it. We'll just we'll, we'll hold six or seven percent and we'll pay the fine. That's the other thing that the books have done so far in this whole process as they go. They're not going to do it in mass. Mass is going to hold them accountable. I give them credit what they're doing in Massachusetts. That that gaming commission is going to hold people accountable. But the answer, when they violate these things, they, they did too many ads, $150,000 fine. They write the check out of the petty cash. That's, that's happened in Ohio do. too. Ohio was the same thing. Yeah, right. they, they've been writing the fines like it's, yeah, they're, they're cool with it. Yeah, and Tyler said the state lottery commission in Tennessee asked why asked the books why they're having trouble. It's hard to hold 10%. It's hard. If you don't have the handle, you don't have the parlays, you only have so much business, it's hard to hold 10%. You know? Don't ask Vegas guys though. We we get accused of being biased and we don't know what we're doing and we're too old, that's antiquated. You know, it's only been 50 years and the holds the same pretty much as it's been. When you take straight bets, a lot of straight bets, big straight bets, your whole percentage is down. You don't rely. The, the parlay business is the icing on the cake. It's not the cake. You have to take bets. 11 to but 10. For them, but for them, the, the newer books, it's <laughs> at some point they're going to have to, people are going to ask the right question as to how the books are basing their numbers and their revenue projections and the way that they're taking bets in all these new states. And it's, look, this country, it, this has been such an interesting look at the way that each state approaches business and yes. laws and regulation yes. and how do they, who do they trust? Who do they believe? Do they play fast and loose? Are they more conservative? Not talking about the red and white, red and you know blue conservative, but conservative with money. Or they, do they buy what someone's selling? When, so, when a person stands up there and says, here's what we're going to do, do they take it as face value or do they ask the right questions? Kansas, you could told those guys anything you wanted to. 
They were like, okay, sure, whatever. We we believe everything. Here you Give go. me the cigars and the booze. Yeah, well, whatever good. you want. Yeah, Kansas yeah, yeah, didn't yeah, ask yeah. any questions. Let's, let's go. Come Massachusetts on is doing a you know a proctology exam for the, the, these people who are going to be the license holder and the key license holders and the people who are representing the state's public, the books publicly in the state. They want to know everything about you. What did you do? When did you do it? How, how did you do it? I've told people this for years too. Lowering the prices is a race to the bottom at any business. Mm-hmm. You have to have some sort of margin. So what do you sell? Because the line on the Super Bowl is two. If it ain't two, it's one and a half. And if it ain't one and a half, it's one. Okay, so that's the only three. There's nobody that got a three, and there's nobody that got a pick. Okay, so you can only change the price so much. Now you got minus 110 versus minus 108, minus minus 114 or whatever. For the regular person, that doesn't mean shit. They don't care. They do not care. Now, over the course of time, they will if it's big enough margin. But if you're betting $10 a game and it's minus 110 versus minus 112, you don't even know the difference. You don't. So the change in the price, it's, it's a really hard thing. You have to provide a good experience. You have to make sure it works. I still think, I mean, and the guy that was down in Curacao with me that was absolutely crazy, we called him Lucky Larry. He said, and he only lasted three months down there because he had some other problems. But one of the things he said was, we're getting customers for life all the time. If you approach any business like that, let alone this business, you will win, but not a 51% tax rate in New York. Well, one more story before we move to games. California has put out a projection. Now, remember, there are two bills with California. One was in person, one was mobile, right? California has put out this projection, those who are in favor of Prop 27, that they're missing out on $2 million in tax rate and taxes from just the Super Bowl alone. If they had a 10% tax rate on this for prop 27, does that seem high or low to you? They would have made $2 million in taxes. If they had legalized sports betting under the prop 27, 10% tax rate for the Super Bowl for the Super Bowl alone. The Californians would have bet 207 based on what numbers? Like you literally (laughs) just hold on, hold on. I know. Yeah. Let me grab. Oh, wait, I got that one. Hold on. Wait, it's coming over here. Oh, wait, I got that one. And so, okay. So according to play California projections, California's could have bet that uh, could have bet more on the Super Bowl this year than betters in any other state. The golden state sports betters could have wagered $276.8 million on the game. $276 million. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> what do we so do we, in handle here? We do 150 to 175 million in handle just in Nevada. We're going to be able to bet in the whole state of California. Yep. With the number two and three media markets. I think that's a little light. Uh, it, feels, uh, it feels light to me. We got 2 million people. Now, a lot of people come here, but we've got 2.5 million or 3 million people that live in Nevada. Is that mm-hmm. about the population? 3.1, I think, yeah. Is it up to 3.1? Okay, yeah. so three, three, let's just say 3 million people. Mm-hmm. They got five times that in California, right? No. 15 more, million? 
California, no, it's like 39. 39 million, 10 times, 10 times our population and only double the handle. Just do the math. 39.2 million people in California. Okay. So that's 11, 12. A lot. <laughs> it's it's a lot more than here. more times than us. Yeah. And only double the handle. Like, well, just get the numbers right. Yeah, I don't think that's If you're right. going to pull them out of anywhere, just project them out right. Well, they say, because what they're assuming is that the, the an average hold would have given the books a profit north of $20 million, taxed at 10%, would have given them $2 million. All sounds very nice in theory. I don't buy it. Is this someone that we know? Is this a friend of ours that wrote no. this article? Okay, I don't know. This is, this is a display yeah. California. This is Stephen, Stephen Schultz. I don't know who Stephen Schultz is. But I don't know Schultz either, but it's an odd number. Um, you know, about here, it's a strange, it's a strange projection. That's all I have to say about that. Strange. So Nevada last year. So Nevada's, um, we are projecting $176.2 million this year. Right. Yeah. So tell me California's going to do a hundred million more. That's it. That's all. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. They might do that more in Los Angeles in the, the LA County. County. Yeah, just LA County, right? Just one county might do that more than what we're doing with that. I don't that number feed seems extraordinarily light to me. So yes. two million dollars seems low. If, if they're trying to convince Californians to legalize prop twenty seven and have legalized sports betting with a mobile option with ten percent tax rate, you're going low. You're shooting low. They don't care. Well, Play California cares. This whole website. Well, Play California. <laughs> this website the cares. Yes. Of California. I'm telling you, it could. It's so um, low on their priority list. They spent all that money to make sure it didn't happen with that Prop 27 and on the Prop other side. 26. Well, yeah. I mean, there were two fights going on. I, I don't know. I can't say that no one cares. I, I would say that. I know people in San Francisco because my brother lives in Oakland and I've talked to friends of his and they're in their mid twenties. They care because in order to sports bet legally, they got to go to Reno and they go to Reno a lot. They go over there to ski and they go over there just to go to the book, go to the books over there, but like right. go to the casinos, but it's an hour plus drive for them you know, to get into the state of Nevada to be able to gamble. And then Reno's a little bit farther after that. And they would want it legalized in California. They would want to be able to not most of them bet offshore. Who? You just said the quiet part out loud. Yeah. Who, do, who don't want it legal in California? Well, the offshores don't want it legal in There's California. There's a lot of people that don't yeah. want it legal in California. Of course. Yes, that's true. But I mean, that they would, I think most people, generally speaking, most people would prefer to bet with a legal book. If they had the option, they would prefer it. These are kids who aren't until they it. do it, and then they're like, "I'm going back to my guy." That's very possible. Yep, because <laughs> of credit and because of numbers and rates, and yes, yeah. a lot of things. I I totally understand with that, but I think generally people would rather bet legally than illegally, just because maybe it's one less thing to cross off the list. You don't got to worry about it. You don't. You're not doing anything wrong. It's all in the up and up. So right. that I think people would want, and people in Oakland or or in San Francisco might be more inclined to say yes that they want it, but. I don't think California, I think Texas goes legal before California. I've told you this off the air. Mm -hmm. Texas, Texas, Florida, California is my order. I think that's fair. Of the big three left. Josie Myers just came in and said he's glad we're talking about this. Josie Myers, sir, thank you for- In Texas, service. right? Yeah, Josie's down in Texas, but he's in the live chat. 
because he listens usually late or when he's training people and doing all this stuff, but he, he has a really good comment. I set the playing speed on my YouTube to 1.25 to try to get caught up. That's what I do. Yep. And Matt is sounding even more hyper than usual. <laughs> I do. At 1.25, <laughs> me talking fast as is, and then you expediate my rate of speech. Yes. Uh, Mickey Mouse and Alvin and the Chipmunks, kind of a com- combination <laughs> of is what I would say, is what I would sound like. All right, you, you you might need to put the listening glasses on for this next topic. Oh, I love when you tell me to put them on before. I, I've been betting now for a while. I've yes. been betting this daily podcast thing for a while, taking yes, a couple days have. off. I got an yes. announcement. Favorite thing about today, I'll talk about what's going on later. Yes. Last night was up there. Wait a but, second. Is this the part where you say – Chicago State was a good pick. Is this the part where you say that? I will give that. Yes, I didn't bet it, but Chicago, but I know the brigade did. So tip of the cap to you. Right. Chicago State was a good bet. Tell a brigade. Okay, but, go ahead. Sure. Buzzer beater on this. Did you see what happened in the hockey game last night? <laughs> I saw the score. I didn't see it live. It's one nothing going into the third period. Cruising, baby. We were cruising. I'm on under six. Easy. How could that lose? Worst I stopped. happened is 2-2. Two, two, we go to overtime. Come on. I stopped watching. Minutes. It's done. I stopped watching. Oh, I'm it's good. Just, we went on, did, did other things, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Five fucking goals. Five. In the third period on teams that don't score. Oh. <laughs> they don't score. Oh. I, I, I actually had to go and do a double take. Go, wait a minute. How did I push that bet? That bet, that, that, that's a cash. How did that not come in? I felt lucky to actually have cashed five goals in the third period is an all timer for me. Five. I, I, I'm uh, I'll, I'll tell you my version of that story, but I was going to say, had they gone over, I would have called Stanford Steve and said, immediately go on <laughs> bad, bad beats. Bad beats. I would have immediately put That's one of the worst of all time. Okay. I was lucky. We pushed, we got to push. And then the nightcap was even worse. Oh boy. The nightcap was even worse. Iowa State is up by 23 points. 23. 17 at halftime. Yes. Against Texas Tech. Yes. I think Iowa State, somebody unplugged the basketball players for Iowa State <laughs> because they weren't playing basketball. Well, I, no. I watched this whole, I watched this game going, I don't think these guys have ever seen a press before in their lives. <laughs> I mean, I, I know TJ Otzelberger personally. My, our kids have played together. I love TJ. What the right. fuck, TJ? Whoa. Like, what is going on, man? Like, oh, what is that? That is, uh, uh-uh. That is not, uh-uh. <laughs> like, that was one of the worst losses in college basketball I have ever seen. I've been watching college ever? basketball since I was 15 years old. I've never seen a team not be able, the point guard, the freshman point guard for Iowa State was literally throwing the ball to Texas Tech. He was trying to beat the press. He was jumping up and throwing the ball to Texas Tech over and over. And I think they had 13 turnovers in the second half. I was saying that. Chest pass, two hands, follow through with the thumbs. Go ahead. I, I mean, they couldn't do, they couldn't get the ball over half court. I, I just, I felt like I was watching peewee basketball. Like, this is <laughs> unbelievable. This is JV type stuff when they play the freshman varsity. The freshman play the varsity and they yeah. can't do jack. I, they were up by 23 points. I, they forgot how to play the game. Forgot. Game goes to overtime, immediate bet on Texas Tech for me to get myself out of the Iowa State bet. It was minus 160. Didn't Why does care. that always happen? Why does that always happen? Because you can't blow a 23-point lead on the road and win. It's impossible. You're not going to win that game. It's the easiest bet of the night. 
automatic Texas Tech fire. So I didn't lose any money. I, I was flat, but that's how I bet. That's how I use in-game. I use in-game to get me out of bets that I know we're going to lose. Right. And once that game went to overtime, I had Iowa State minus one and a half. I needed a bucket victory for Iowa State. They had a shot at the buzzer to win the game, and they missed it. Second, that went to overtime. I was like, bet, went on the Discord channel, bet Texas Tech, bam. Get out of this bet. There's no way Iowa State's winning this game. It is not happening. I mean, that is a melt on melt on melt up by 23 points, and you get blasted in the second (laughs) half, and you do it on your own. You do it to yourself. Not that you couldn't miss shots or you couldn't play defense. You couldn't hang on to the basketball. No. Turnover after turnover after turnover. I honestly, wild. Texas Tech covered. They finished as a favorite, Dave. They closed the night as a one-point favorite. They closed as two-and-a-half-point favorites, sir. And they still covered. They, 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 covered, they covered every number. They I mean, that is one of the most insane. If you were on the uh, the over six goals yeah. and Texas Tech last night, because I saw somebody who was. Yeah. Tip of the cap. Actually, no, it was Chicago State and Chicago Texas State Tech. won on a buzzer. They were going to cover that game anyway, but they won on a buzzer outright. I saw someone on that on Twitter. I was like, Chicago State and Texas Tech. That's a crazy two bet. Chicago State was winning the whole game and then blew it with four minutes to go. And I'm like, man, they're not going to cover. And then they held on and won. That was good. Um, I went to sleep after the shows. I was on with Gabe and uh, we had a whole cast of characters on. And then I was on with Dubsy Ranieri. And I was like, yeah, the game's going under. The hockey game's going under. It's going under. It's going under. It's going under. It's under. Under. Um. Nope. Finished the shows, went to sleep. It was one nothing. Woke up before the sun got up, and I was like, hold on. Does that say what? Four two. What the hell happened? I had to go back and look. I'm like, it was one nothing after two. Wow. It was three to two when I turned it back. When I, when I, I checked my score app, it was three to two with eight yeah, minutes it was an to empty play. Netter too, right? I knew I was dead. I was like, empty net goal, four two final. I was like, that's it. I was like, I can't. I honestly couldn't believe yeah, yeah, that was, like, how did four goals get scored in the meantime, in the time between I shut it off at the end of the second period to eight minutes to go in the third, they scored four goals. Right. <laughs> yeah. So and how again, is that like, actually possible? Yeah. For Winnipeg who don't do that. So they did that. Oh, but the, but the Iowa state one, like Butter Hall just came in and said he, he had, he had uh Texas tech. So what a swing you're dead. insane. You're, You're dead. dead. You should have been dead. You're done. It's over. Wrap. Just move on to the next bet. Start I was tweeting. I can't believe part. the books made Iowa State a one and a half point favorite. They're up by 19 points with 10 to play. Uh, you're the jinx. That's it. I don't believe in that crap. You know this. It, but now you just, took a, you just took a big L right there. I took an L. Well, I mean, not really. I, I punted out of it, but L on the bet or the pick, not the bet because I bet Texas Tech. Right. But, oh, you got yeah. out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Out, but I mean, that's I good. Like it, it. That's what the end game's for. That's a perfect example. Well, that's how I use in game. I don't, you yeah, use it more aggressively. Right. You use it for offense. I use it for defense. I just try to get myself out of bad bets. When I, when I, when I can see this, I'm like, there's no way they're winning in overtime. The second the game went to overtime. I mean, circa had it at minus minus one sixty. I was like, I don't care. I was like, I'm so betting it. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. It. Get me, get me the unit back. I'm laying the 1.6 to get the unit back. There's no way. The only thing that could have burned me, but if I, if I, if I was saying one by one, oh, I could have been myself. Could have middled myself. It was possible, but I didn't care because I was like, there's no way <laughs> Iowa State is winning right. this game in overtime. It's just right. not happening. Like, it was, you can't, I mean, they're college kids. College kids cannot in overtime blowing a 23 point lead. No way. 
uh, right. not the freshman point guard they've got, which I'm really surprised TJ is playing a freshman point guard as much as he is. And that's, I mean, that's a team. Watch that team in the Big 12 on the road and in the Big 12 tournament because if they get pressure, they can't handle it. Iowa I State. would just press them. The, Iowa State, I'd yeah. press them the whole game. Go to, you know, Nolan Richardson, 40 minutes of hell. I would press Iowa State every minute because they can't take care of the basketball. Jesse Photo had Iowa State money line and Texas Tech team total or plus 10 and a half for the game. Oh, Ooh. Iowa State money line he had? Iowa State money line. Bummer. Well, he won one of the two. That's a nice middle. You got a 10-point middle and the game falls like that, man. That's and it goes to overtime, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you got a chance. Man, you're in overtime. You can bring it up, but man. You know the plus 10's cashing, so you got one side, and now you need Iowa State to win the game, and you hit both bets. <laughs> Josie, Josie wants to know, does that qualify as a donkey kick to the nuts on both 100%. Counts? Double <laughs> shot. Both. <laughs> Both, both targets hit. <laughs> that is a bad feeling. I, I was, I, I, I was just walking around and Madeline was just looking at me going like, you all right? <laughs> I was like, I just don't understand this. Like, I'm just, I'm so upset right now. I just, I cannot figure this out. How did I go? Oh, one and one on the night officially technically one, one and one. Like, how did this happen? I mean, I didn't lose any money last night, but I was still furious. <laughs> yeah. Still absolutely beside myself. I didn't lose any money. And I was just completely pissed off because that should not have happened. I should not have been, uh, I should have cashed two tickets. I should have been a two and oh night. Jeez. Uh, Luca, last night, yeah. chirping at the Pistons assistant. Maybe you don't want to piss this dude off. But maybe the Pistons assistant should worry about coaching. True. I agree. Like, because did you hear what he said after the game? No. Lucas said after the game that the coach was chirping at me, so I had to chirp back. Like, yeah. and the chirp was, you just worry about playing basketball. Like, that's what he's doing. He if you're going to chirp as a coach, come with some good stuff. You should just worry about playing basketball. I'm one of the best three fucking players in the league. What more do you want? <laughs> Sit down. And he went for 53 on you. And the result of it, maybe not chirping at that guy. You don't want to talk to that guy. I got a big issue with the coaches chirping at the other team's players. If you're a coach, Agreed. talk to your own players. Used to get into this in the, on the field at the softball stuff. Oh, I'd have coaches like start to chirp at my players. And then I always complimented other players. If a kid made a diving catch on the other team mm -hmm. and I was running off the field. I'd fist bump them. I mean, like you're playing the game. That's awesome. I right. would never chirp at a kid, but I've seen bad coaches chirp at a kid and it leads to problems. We were in yeah. neighborhoods where I thought it was going to be a real problem. Ooh. In a professional ranks, there's how many people on the bench? Like some teams have 10 assistant coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Stop talking. So Luca goes for 53. It's his fifth career 50 point game. It ties him second most all time with players before their 24th birthday, 24th birthday, LeBron and Wilt Chamberlain. Rick Barry is the only one with more with seven. It's a pretty good company right there for Luca to be with. He's a bad dude, man. <laughs> LeBron, Wilt and Rick Barry are the three name names that Luca now is with. They got to get Luka. him some help. Amen. Trade deadline or something Ooh. like, come on, Mark. Get this dude some help. I mean, I guess they thought Porzingis was going to be that guy, and it didn't work out. It's fine, he, and they had help last year when they got to the Western Conference Finals, right? Yep. And they let everybody leave. I don't know. 
Got to get him. He's so help. good. He's so good. He's Lucas, so, so good. much. He's so fun to watch. LeBron is playing at the Mecca tonight. Hold on. Did did, did the Sixers make the rundown? No. I'll just jump in right now because Jimmy Jack, we participate with the chat. The chat participates with us. All yes. we ask of you to do right now is hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. I was trying, I was gonna button. save you. I was gonna save you. I, I wasn't trying to embarrass you. No, it's fine. You get, they blew you guaranteed the game. It. You guaranteed it. How could they fucking lose? You guaranteed it. You said the Sixers aren't losing. I didn't want to make I, I didn't want to bring I, it up. Believe me, we talk about the good, we talk about the bad. <laughs> the Chicago State call. I knew where they were gonna win. They got that was a good call. call. Yep. But the Sixers, Sixers money line not. takes you out. <laughs> takes you out. Cleans you uh-huh. out. How do they lose that game? I'm so hyped because up. Because the Magic are they won't a bet away. on team. They won't magic. go away. That team won't. They're down. I think they were down 20-something. The in-game for that while I was on with Gabe, because we had who was on at the time. I think it was Joe Matt. I can't remember. It was 23 and a half. I'm like, now's the time to take Orlando. And then I start watching that number come down and down and down. And I was like, oh, no. And then Orlando they melted it in the fourth nice. quarter. What was Orlando? At plus 23 and a half, what's the magic money line? Plus 800? If you see these things, what they're doing now, they're making the minus like you got to lay 100 to 1 and you're getting back like 18 to 1. Like they've 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 completely gone overboard Wow. With the in-game money lines, like they're going to put a enormous minus, but they shorten the plus. So the gap has much. gotten like the Grand Canyon. Wow, it's, that stinks. It's, it's if you know the numbers and you actually you know watch it all the time, you see what they're doing now. Like everybody, yeah, they're, they're limiting their up. risk and exposure, so they can't get burned when the Magic come back from a twenty-three point deficit. They're telling you not to bet it is what they're yeah. doing. Like that's just you know you're like wait a second. I mean. Tyler just came by and said that Iowa State was 99% to cover when they were up 23. 99%. Well, what's the take back on the 1%? It should be 50 to 1, right? At least it's 12 or 18. Just not right. Yeah, the magic last night, that was, I was like, oh boy, that was something. But OKC didn't cover. The Warriors won again and covered on the road. That's a team to watch out for. We talked about them last night. Coming. Warriors are they're winning and covering on the road again. So all Coming. those, they're now seven road wins and they're playing much better. LeBron is playing at MSG tonight. This is one of those nights where LeBron, he always talks about playing in New York and playing in front of Nick fans and playing in the Mecca. Knicks are favored, however. It's coming down. It's one and a half now. Yep. I don't You want the Lakers? You can have them. I don't it's want Knicks to the Lakers. I would never bet this game. <laughs> this is a, this is the Walt. No, I'm not I, betting I, NBA basketball until I absolutely have to. And that's when the NHL all-star break comes in. That's Thomas, starting. You got two more days. Yeah. You got Thursday, Friday, out. Saturday, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. And then that's all about the NBA. Have, you'll be done betting basketball by Saturday. NBA. I'm done now. You're going to be. <laughs> I didn't bet today. I've got three bets in hockey and nothing in basketball, college or pro. Basketball betting is so hard. It's such a, it's such a crazy, inconsistent, nothing to be like, like numbers don't matter. Like, okay, fine. Bet thunder, bet the thunder, bet the magic. Okay. Those two teams are worth betting on with the points or laying points. ATS right. bet those teams. Other than that, I don't know what else you do. 
games that should go over, go way under games that should go under, go way over. Numbers are getting better in the, in the totals. And the last month, the numbers were just wrong. They weren't, they weren't high enough now. I mean, on the regular, we're in the mid 240s, 235, 238. Oh, the, the lows are in the 230s. I mean, but you know, Miami Cleveland tonight's 210 and a half. That's the anomaly. Every other game is 230 or higher. Right. But the ones where you go, oh, I'll just bet over 238 and they're going way over. Now they're coming with 244s, 245s, you know, giving you at least a pause where the game's going under. Bernsey just said he he's uh you know books don't force people to bet. They have to people have to click it. So he laughs when people complain about lines. Not that I'm complaining about lines, but just keep it fair, Bernsey. It's bullshit. No, I think it is worth pointing out that if something should be, I mean, I've seen it betting money line happens in football a lot, but in the NBA, like you're talking, you're talking about the books don't want to, they're limiting their liability on a crazy comeback. So they're making you say, no, I mean, it's just automated. You can set that at whatever percentage you want. Like it's, it's, it's a click of a button. So I just think it's more fair. And again, then you have to shop lines and see who's not doing that. One book, maybe seven and a half percent. One book, maybe six and a half percent. One book, maybe. I mean, I used to keep mine below four when I was doing the end game to try to keep the prices tight because all I wanted was volume. All I wanted was volume, 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 volume. And I had carte blanche to go, look, you know, we handled $10,000 tonight on this game and we made 600 bucks. The guy was good with it. He just wanted handle. So other books will get more aggressive and say they will take 5,000, but they want to make a dime. Right. And that's, you know, so it's, it's a different, different thought process. So we go to the NHL and we'll yes. start with the big news in the league, which I don't know if I, if I wasn't betting as much as I am in hockey, I'm, I'm not sure this would have registered with me, but this, when this came across the bottom line, I literally had to do a double take. I was like, wait, what? So Vancouver traded. Bo Horvat last night yes, to, the Island, to the Islanders. Yes, okay? they did. Yes. But the reports are out of Vancouver that they did not talk to anyone else except the Islanders. Oh. That they just took the first offer they got, yep. which is really weird. Now, they fired the head coach. They've installed Rick Tockett. This is their best player offensively. And he's going to the Islanders who are in desperate need of offense. Of offense, yep. You got a two-way player, a guy who's been a 30 to 35 goal a year scored to come mm-hmm. in. He, I mean, he's a top six center. I mean, he's got 31 goals, eighth in the league right now, 54 points on the year. This is a huge deal. So according to a team that spoke publicly or just spoke to a, um, a reporter for ESPN saying like, we were trying to get, our offer was better than the offer that the Islanders gave. Mm-hmm. And yet the Canucks weren't interested. It feels like the Canucks wanted him out of the conference and out of the time zone. Yes. Send, put him on the East coast. So our fans yeah. don't have to watch this guy as to Bye-bye. what he might be able to do. Bye-bye. It's very possible. <laughs> I mean, listen, they're cleaning house. They really I mean, are. That was, that was a very unceremonious way to let Bruce Boudreau go. Who's, you know, one of the guys in hockey who's I think respected fans loved and liked him. and yeah, I mean, like the fans were doing the Bruce. There it is the entire right. time. Yeah, this guy's getting iced, and they're wondering like, okay, can we save him 
<laughs> the fans didn't want him fired, which is like the no. complete opposite. I thought I was in the twilight zone. I was like, what is this? This team stinks and they don't want their coach fired. And yet the ownership does and management does. Right. That was bizarre. And now they're traded away their best player. Gabe lives in Vancouver. And I asked him specifically, I'm like, what do you think about this? He's like, <laughs> they're getting rid of everybody. Like, and they don't, they're not so much worried about, it, it was, I guess, more the picks than anything that they got in that first round pick they got. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I guess that's why additional they made first round pick in this year's draft. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know. He was the number one target to go. Yeah, because he was an unrestricted. He's going to be a, right. a unrestricted, unrestricted free agent at the end of the year, agent, and he and he's going to help the team up. immediately score goals. Hell yeah. But that locker room is broken. That whole team is broken. There's just that there's some there's some nasty stuff going on in there. All right. Well, how about this? We found out that Cole Caulfield decided to just say fuck it to the whole year. I'm done. Give me surgery. He said he looked at the Montreal Canadian schedule. He looked at where they were and he went, Yeah, cut me open. I'm, I'm done. I'm good. I don't want to play anymore. I mean, well, I get it. He's young, he's talented, eh. but this is not something you hear publicly most often from a kid like this to be like, you know, I looked at our prospects of making the playoffs and we suck. This is Montreal <laughs> saying, uh, yeah, go ahead. Let's do long-term. Let's fix it. Long-term. I'm out. Play hurt for nothing or get it done. I mean, or get it somebody done the has to make the decision. If he didn't say it out loud, would it have made a difference? No. I just think this is like I I equate the Montreal Canadiens, the LA Lakers, and the New York Knicks. Wait, say these three teams: Montreal Canadiens, LA Lakers, and who? New York Knicks, or you know, Wait, or the New York gotta Yankees. Have success. The Knicks ain't Fine, had Yankees, no success. Yankees. That's not fair. Okay, okay, better. Yankees, Lakers, right. Montreal. Right? It's just like they're a okay. fan base that often lives in the past, but they're psychotic in a lot of ways. Crazy. And. When their team sucks, they have no idea what to do with it. Would you put they Nebraska football in there? Sure. Yeah. But okay. they didn't have the same level of success. Nebraska's got two championships. Yeah. No. Yeah. They were pretty good, though, for a while. In the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's all Tom Osborne. It was one little run for Nebraska. And, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't be a BVB if we didn't have a, you just. Or, or, <laughs> I, I mean, I would never put someone in the middle. I would not put Nebraska football in the same breath as the New York Yankees. Sorry. I, I can't. I, oh. I Right, that's good. I, I can't put that. Sure. That's not a fair comparison at all. That's you know Empire State Building and then like a coffee I didn't shop. Know you were going to go with the Yankees. I actually put this one over here for a rotation. Now. There you just go. I'm just saying, like that's. I mean, they're all delusional fan bases. They all are, you know, living in the past constantly, and they live vicariously through their team and through psychotic ways. And the Lakers have won something recently, but the Yankees and the Canadians haven't. And so, but they're still thinking that they will. Just unlike a Canadian player to say that publicly that like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the surgery and I'll see you guys next year. Right. <laughs> okay. So that takes us to the question. What's a better fade in the second half of the year in the NHL, Vancouver or Montreal? Uh, who ends up with the worst record, Vancouver or Montreal? You know the kid coming out to be drafted is like unbelievable. The next one, yep. Bedard they say he is. is yep. He's the next one. 
Canadian national team. The whole deal. Yeah, the whole deal. He's supposed to be the one. I don't know. Maybe they'll go all out to to do it. I think the bigger fade, just without looking at the schedule, for me would be Vancouver. But you know the way these things are. You like to make these like things that we could just count on for the next month or two months. No, just it's ways to. I mean, Montreal right now has forty four points. They're twenty six. Sorry, twenty twenty six and four. Okay. Yeah. Vancouver is 20, 26, and three. They have 43 points. Yep. They're both pretty much level right now. As we head towards the all-star break, they both have a similar number of points. Vancouver just traded away their best player. Cole Caulfield, arguably the best player on the Canadians, just decided to say, I want surgery. I don't want to play anymore. Right. Both locker rooms cannot, can't exactly be good places to play right now and be happy, go lucky, and let's, let's go, guys. Let's go win. What if they told? What if they told Cole to say that? Yes, very possible. So then but it's also you know, a pretty big indictment of where the team is. Of course. <laughs> so uh, there was hope that everybody that, like, in Montreal is it, it done with the Canadians. They don't like that. No, they don't. No. What do you mean? Not double. They live vicariously through them. They, they, oh, he said, he said in Montreal, it's not like that. I mean, even even Gabe says that about Vancouver fans. They're they're tired of the organization. I think the wow. organization has a bad PR problem in both places. When you Yikes. listen to the immediate like fan bases and guys that live there, like I'm tired of this shit. Like you know, fuck them. I hope they lose every game. That's where they're at with a lot of these people. Like what they oh, just wow. did to Vancouver to Boudreaux. Right. It's going to be hard to get to the worst record. The Blackhawks in, in Columbus have 33 oh, and 34 I think points. Blackhawks got it on lock. That's the one. They're going down because Anaheim's got 37. So right now, the race for number one, Columbus has the worst record with 33 points. Okay. Blackhawks have 34 points. Okay. And the Ducks have 37 points. <laughs> this kid ain't going to the Ducks. He's going to a hockey market somehow. Patrick Ewing type thing. Gary, Gary Bettman's going to make sure of it. <laughs> is I mean, Columbus a hockey market? Oh, would be my question. To, we might as well take out the whole Midwest there. No, is Columbus uh, a hockey market? I'm asking you. Is it? I personally don't think so. But again, those people might think so. You Ronald Camps just came in and said Nebraska fans think that they're better than the Yankees. Yeah, but that's fine. But Iowa fans too have their own delusional case of you know, Iowa fans, uh, Iowa fans ripping Nebraska fans to me just makes me funny because it's like I always turn around and go, wait a minute, you, you can't throw rocks from this type of you know glass house that you guys oh. live in. You have eight and four fairings and you suck it up and deal with it and you accept it forever. At least Nebraska fans are trying to win a championship still. Iowa fans don't even try to win a championship. They just accept it. Give me a bowl trip to Arizona and I'm good. Let's <laughs> That's what they are. I mean, the most complacent <laughs> fan base ever. They just like, I mean, they just accept mediocrity. Like on every, uh, when it comes to football, oh, they accept boy. mediocrity. So them, when Nebraska oh. football fans get ripped on by Iowa football fans, I tend to side with Nebraska fans going, hold on to you. What the fuck have you won ever? Like, what are you talking about? Why are you ever talking? Like, just sit there <laughs> where you go. are and be quiet. Like, here we because go. When you bring up, when you bring this up, you open up this big, huge can of worms so everyone can look in your closet. And your closet is full of broken skeletons who have won shit in their lives. So stop it. Like, just stop doing this. Insight Bowl. Like, how many Insight Bowl trophies do you want to have in your case, Iowa? Congratulations. That's good. I mean, you play for it all. You play to win it all. You can rip on Nebraska fans all you want, but at least I'd rather live in the past with a fucking title than live in the past with nothing. 
<laughs> I like titles. Titles are good, yeah. right? Yeah. If if I'm no living, title with shots, them, I'd rather go with my 1990s Tommy Frazier memory or my Johnny the Jet Rogers in the game of the century against Oklahoma rivalry than what? Right. right. <laughs> like, what are we comparing this to? Rose like, bowl a, bowl, a, bowl, a, a citrus bowl victory over Florida? Yeah. Ooh, like, that gets me all excited. Like, come on, man. Like, no. Joe C even just came in now. I mean, we might as well get everybody while we're here talking about this. <laughs> Nebraska is one of those fan bases who always think they're way better than they Fair. really are. That's 100% true. Notre Dame. Is another one. I don't know. They've played in the playoffs. It's, it's hard. You can't let Notre Dame off the hook. I can because they've played in the playoffs. They've been good recently. They've been way better than Iowa and Nebraska have recently. They always think they're better than they are, though. And they always, always get a bounce. And the, and, the, and, the, and the media gives them a pass. And the media always. gives them bounces. Always. I'll give you that for sure. But at least, at least Notre Dame's had something to talk about. They've had good teams. They've had very good teams recently. They've had good teams recently that did not have good results when they had to play other good teams. But okay, they but always, they, every year, people come in and bet them over their season wins. And they go back yep. to when I was in college, it was all Rick Meyer, Notre Dame, this, that, whatever, yeah. nonstop bullshit over and over and over. Josie's right. He's absolutely I don't right. know. I, I would not put I Notre Dame in the same category as Iowa and Nebraska. Although I like this guy coaching the Notre Dame team now. I wouldn't mind seeing them get good again just to lose at the end. It's always fun when they get there because they never win. <laughs> they never win. That's fine. Get to they never win. When did they win a national championship? 1988 was the last one. What grade were you in in 1988? Hey, listen, Mr. Penn State fan. You got to be careful here. You, 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 sound like, you sound like Iowa fan here. Gonna call out Penn State for a second. Go, what has Penn State won? It's been a while. <laughs> so, like, what are you doing? You want to call out Notre Dame for eighty for eighty eight? How old were you when Penn State won a national championship? <laughs> so, yeah, eighty two and eighty six. I was twelve and 15, 12. Okay, so in eighty eight, I was eleven. Yeah, I was eleven in eighty eight. So it's been a while for you guys since Penn State won a national championship. Can't get in because they won't let us pass the Ohio State or Michigan. Yeah, of course. It's all, yeah, yeah, of course. Penn State can't get in. Oh, no. Win all your games and you're in. You can't do that, though. Find a way to keep us up. haven't done that. Find a way to keep us up. Okay, sure they would. Win all your games. That's that's the answer. And you You haven't been able to do that. what you ask for, man. Way to Pennsylvania's rolling right now. The Phillies in a World Series. Eagles in a Super Bowl. God forbid. Eagles better win. Makes it to the playoff. Eagles better win. So I got to say, Eagles better win or the entire state's going to be called Buffalo. Oh, it's great to get there. Congratulations. What's going to be the worst on Monday after the Super Bowl, the Philly fans winning or the Chiefs fans winning? What's worse for me? Chief fans winning. Oh, my 100 percent. I want I'm all in on Philly. I told you I'm wearing the I green know. hat for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm wearing as much green. I got to go buy more Eagles gear. Oh, I'm hopping straight. Philly and Boston have a very kindred relationship. So I'm very comfortable filling, pulling for Philadelphia. Yeah. Both on opposite ends of New York. We both hate the people in between the middle. You know, we're good. I-95 corridor brothers. They've sucked. We've sucked. We got good. They got good. Right. We win though. Difference is we win. So we get there and we win. They get there and lose, but (laughs) that's what happens. 
Red Sox are four and zero. Oh, by the way, since two thousand four, the World Series. Next on a rundown. We we haven't We haven't lost one yet. Disappointing. Oh, uh, Ottawa's laying two hundred at Montreal tonight. The total is six and a half. We're going to start the fate of the Canadians tonight. I didn't even look at this game. What are you getting involved in this game for? I didn't say I'm getting involved in this game. There's three games to talk about. We were talking about Montreal and their collapse, oh. and they're playing tonight. So, oh, actually, I am. No, I am involved in this game. Sorry, I am involved. I'm, I'm taking the pot. So I read I, the rundown. Yeah, That's why I'm asking you what you're involved I, in. This I, game. Right, I, I have my bets written down here. So, yeah, I am. Involved. <laughs> I don't want a side in this. Do you want a side? Yeah. Puck line, Ottawa. Oh, you're crazy. No, no, I'm not. They won this, five. After they this, won five, two. They play him tough tonight. Why? No, I don't want to come up. And oh, spank yeah. Him. Somebody nah. steps up is taking his place. It wants to be there. Maybe. Oh, or they man. play the way they've been playing, which is like caca, like you would say. Yeah. Who's in the chat? Oh, boy. Bad guys in the chat now. The other, oh, these guys are all coming. We got to figure <laughs> out something. All these people watching the show from all parts of the world. I got you. Deuces. Montreal has lost four of five and three of four on the puck line. Like five, nothing lost to the senators on the road in their last game. It's one of those weird home and homes that the NHL does from time to time. I don't like this. I don't either. Same city. Nope. Different city. Oh, they just alternate. Oh, it's home and home. Oh, those yeah, are fine. Home. It's when they stay. I don't like the ones where they stay. Yeah. So um, at, at Ottawa, they lost five nothing, and now they're at home. And now Ottawa's a two dollar favorite. You gotta be out of your mind. No way. No way. <laughs> Give me the puck no and way. A half. No way. That's expensive. Three two win, five nothing win so far. The two games between these two teams. Montreal is 11, 13 and one straight up at home. Ottawa is nine, twelve and two on the road. But before you go, wait. What are you doing? They've won three games in a row: five nothing, six two, and two to one. Mm. Five nothing over Montreal. They beat the Maple Leafs six to two, two games ago on the road. In their last road game, this is one of those things for me. It's near the All Star break, so teams start to look at their Cancun vacations and their plans. And bad teams can get hot and get some confidence because they haven't tasted Cancun? victory. Why are they going to Cancun? Anywhere. I mean, they're going on vacation. They're going to the warm places. They're getting out right. of where they are for the right. All Star break, and they can't wait to get there and just have to get through the game. But a team that has not won much starts to feel that tinge of victory and they go, Oh, we like that. And they get hot right before the all-star break. Oh God. This is, this chat just makes me laugh. You guys do such a good job with this. I mean, it's just funny. Global baby Bostonian versus the Midwest. (laughs) Let's go. Mr. Worldwide. Someone Photoshop Dave's face on Pitbull. That would be just amazing. All of it is great. Yeah. Kings at Hurricanes minus two hundred five for under. Carolina. Total is six. So like the under. under in this game. No, under. I don't know. I'm Maybe under. I like Maybe. under. Maybe. I mean, we knew immediately yesterday it was under, and then somehow we got five goals in the third period. Third period. Dead ass under. Now we're gonna do it again. Sixteen under. five and two Carolina at home. Kings are fourteen nine and four on the road. Hard game. Last the game for both teams. Hurricane. No. Carolina Hurricanes. plays Buffalo tomorrow. Just FYI, the Hurricanes are are three and two to the over over the last five games. Five two, five two, three two, five four, and four one. They've won all of them. They've won seven in a row, I believe. Right. 
Uh, they've been the hottest team in hockey. Uh, they've won one, two, three, four, no, five, but seven of eight they've won. Currently now in first place in the Metropolitan Division with 72 points. And they whipped up on the uh, a brigade member and I did a for fun bet for a our favorite charity. I got to make a ten dollar donation to the Children's Hospital. Riscotti, uh, uh, Riscotti, get you? I think it was Scotty. Yeah, Anthony Riscotti. Yeah, yes, that's who it was. Yes, so we we came in did 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 a little for for fun bet, um, and shout out Riscotti. I like it. Yeah. So I he he said he 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 was going to donate six dollars to my favorite charity, one for every penalty kill that the Carolina hurricanes had in their game against the Bruins. Wow. There we go. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a nice little jab. I, I'll take that. What a, what a scheduling quirk, right? There's one game yesterday. There's three games today and two tomorrow. Uh, yep. And then they're on the all-star break. So there's only well, how many teams have already gone. That's what the, so that's I mean, what I'm saying. Pissed, like, if so, I would be, if I was on a team that's playing tomorrow, I'd be like, you know what? Well, NHL Carolina <laughs> has a back to back today and tomorrow. That's so not fair. You want to talk about a screw job right there. Yeah, that's that's giving you right to the donkey kick yeah. to the nuts. That's that sucks. I saw the that yesterday. tomorrow too. They got so to they, uh Buffalo, yeah. who's playing really well. Um yeah, it's Bruins. I was like, man, they're gonna play on the Wednesday before the all-star break. That's that's not right. Yeah, well, that's no, no, the Bruins play the Maple Leafs tomorrow. The Bruins the play the Maple Leafs. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. talking about the hurricanes. Oh yeah, the Saints have a back to back. They play tonight on the road tomorrow on a short week of All Star break. <laughs> a week, like I guess somebody had to do it, but like really? Whoa! Well, not the back to back. The Penguins haven't played since Saturday. Wow, that's a vacation, right? Big for a Crosby. Whole week, bye bye. Huge for Crosby. He gets a week a off. Of, a of, it's a, yeah. I mean, there's teams that didn't play. That's a the lot of teams time, that didn't play. The Penguins play next on. Oh, they don't even play right after the All Star break. They don't even play on Monday. They don't play until. Are there games? Oh, Monday? Some, there's no games Monday. Yeah, there are. Somebody the got a nice little. Off, huh? Somebody got a nice little package. The Penguins don't play. They're on the road at the Sharks on Tuesday, the 14th. Damn, son. That's a nice Holy break. Holy crap. Right they play. Well, they played, they last oh, played. Oh, they, they, hold on. Sorry. 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 They have to I'm, play I'm, the sixth. I skipped a week. I skipped a yeah, week. What hold are on. you doing? Where are they? On Monday the sixth. Yeah. They play Monday the sixth, but not the Penguins. Okay. They play the seventh. They play at, at home against Colorado on the seventh. Okay. So they nice get eight break. days off. Not bad. What the hell is that? Happens. Schedule. They didn't. Well, no. They played Saturday, Dave. That's what I said. The last game they played was Saturday. Oh, they, they said Sunday. No, so they have Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. Oh, somebody got a package. Somebody took care of the Penguins. They're not the only ones. My There's God, teams that have that. Wow, and Carolina got a back to back on a Tuesday, Thursday with a trip. Not even a back to back home home. They got go a trip. To, go to Europe for a week. I mean, my God. Can do a whole like tour oh, of Italy. Konowinski just thank you, Konowinski. He just came in and said the Hurricanes are off till the eleventh. It's a ten day break after that for them too. Yeah. Also, did everyone get ten? So everybody breaks. gets a ten day break. It looks like the Wings wow. last played Friday and don't play till the seventh. Clown MB three. So does the NBA have that long of a break for their no. teams? No, ten days. I mean, the is NBA, that because? 
taken off time like now they shouldn't. The NHL at least, yeah, they made sure um, this is their rest period or something. <laughs> Mikey Austin is doing gifts during the show. Is he? He's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, okay. So yep. do you know much about the Cardinals broadcasting story? What do you mean? Jack Buck? Skip well, Gary? no. Dan McLaughlin. No. So Dan McLaughlin's been the voice of the Cardinals on TV for over 20 years, 24 years. So he took it from Jack Buck? I believe so, yeah. Okay. So Dan was the voice of the Valley. Dan worked for Fox Sports Midwest at the time. Dan has a problem with alcohol. So Dan got a DUI about a decade ago. Okay. Dan got his second DUI about three years ago. And the team was pressured heavily to replace him. And the team said no. Mm. So he got like nine lives saved. He should have been, should have been gone. Cardinals went to bat for him because remember the Cardinals have had problems with players and DUIs and you know, they've had a big issue with drunk driving in their career. Things have really badly happened with players and whatnot for alcohol. So a lot of people in St. Louis are like, wait a minute, <laughs> we're the home of Bush it's Bush stadium. Like we, we got to We can't have a guy in the booth. Who's gotten two DUIs. They said, yes, they let him back. Amazingly enough. They let him go. Guy got a third DUI this year. Three. And finally, three strikes, and they're out. And they're replacing him with Chip Carey. Wow. Which, in baseball terms, I mean, this is Chip Carey. This is like long-standing Harry Carey. His grandfather was the voice of the Cardinals and the Cubs. Chip Carey's been the voice of the Braves at TBS. That's how I know him. He went and worked for TNT and TBS. Other, Now he's the voice of the Cardinals. Right, it went Harry Carey, Skip Carey, Chip Carey. Skip was in the middle. Yes. In Atlanta. Skip worked for Skip was the dad of Chip. And yeah, but Skip was also the Braves, right? And then Chip took care Skip, of Chip. Yeah. Yeah. Took over Chip. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And now Chip is the voice of the Cardinals. Ship, by the way. Ship. It's his name it's is Chip, Chip Carey. But his I name know, is Chip. You win the ship while we bring that shit That's up. Fine. Now. His name is Chip, not Chip. Chip. Chip's his dad. Chip. Right. Anyhow. Chip, Chip, Chip whatever. Um, so is this is this it's an interesting with the Midwest? Is it is it a big oh, deal? Oh yeah. This oh. the voice of the Cardinals oh. is a big deal. Hell yeah, this is a big story. Voice of the Cardinals. And right. Dan McLaughlin finally getting replaced after 24 years. I mean, it had to be done. Everybody was waiting. Like, is he, like, is he really gonna be left in? And now he did finally they get Chip Carey to agree to a deal and make the announcement that he's now the voice of the Cardinals. Three. DUIs. I mean, that's, I feel for the guy. He's a good dude. Is this dude. a problem in general in the broadcasting Media? world? Sure. Like, I see it a lot. Like, off. in sports. Yeah. Alcoholism is a problem in sports. Alcoholism just, it's a problem in general. It's, it's a problem in life for sure. Yeah. But like this, I mean, with the kids driving now, I mean, it's always mm. been a problem. I mean, I was 17 years old and a kid that sat in front of me in high school got in a drunk driving accident sat in front of me in homeroom the first week of our senior year. He was there on a Thursday and he was gone on a Friday. Woke me the fuck up. A kid. uh, How about this story? So four hockey players, best friends driving, coming home from a Dave Matthews concert, falls asleep. 
kid driving crashes the car into a pole. All four of them are going to go play in hockey scholarships. Two of them are goaltenders. Two of them in the back are forwards. Kills the kid. Kills his best friend. Drove into he a pole. lives. He lives. All three lives. He lives. He goes to jail. Driver goes to jail. 18 years old. Seniors in high, seniors in high school. <laughs> it's like that's kind of that's almost the car that the, the, there were four guys that I knew in the car and he was and he's the only one that died. And it was devastating. It was just mm. devastating. So like drunk driving really again, there's so many things that I say like or do or like and think you have to be scared straight. It's one of those things I just as a grown person, you cannot accept. I can't accept the drunk driving. Like once I can do one, I can accept it, it once. I can I can accept it right. if it happens. It's a mistake. It's a one-time thing. That's fine. And you have to pay the, you know, you you can never ever happen again. It can never for your life. Like that's it. It's your one. You have and it's hopefully it's uh not an accident that causes that one time. It's just you get pulled over, you blow a red light, you you know, you don't stop at a stop sign or something that you end up getting pulled over for and right. arrested for a DUI. But but in this town. I mean, <laughs> that's the problem. That's why our insurance rates are so high here. I moved here from Arizona, man. They 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 take you right to that tent city. Like if you in Arizona, there's no joke. It is zero joke. I mean, and they scare you straight. I mean that that scares a lot of people straight. It's yeah. a sad. I mean, that's you know, it's feel bad a guy had to lose his job and all that over it. I did not know the story, but. Yeah, the drunk driving thing hits you, hits you. In, I mean, it hits me in a place now. I mean, I got kids driving all, you know, all the time. Kylie drives 30 miles to and from school, 30 miles each way about every day. You know, my wife's like, no, nah, don't worry about it. I'm like, Jess, I'm not worried about her. I'm worried about everybody else. Right. It's That's awesome. the problem. Oh. Yeah, it's worried about else. So do we want the A's here? Speaking of Las Vegas, do you want the A's here? Because it's looking more and more and more and more likely that the A's are coming here. Think so? I mean, it. I got, I got all the gear. It looks like it. I mean, I mean. So I'm, the new I'm governor old. here in town, Joe Lombardo, initially had made a conversation, a comment that no public money was going to be used, but he had to backtrack it and then come out and say no new public money will be used if there is a current grant available. What does that mean? So there well, is basically, like, money that's going to be he, used. Correct. But it's already on the books, earmarked for certain projects like building a stadium for the A's. So the, they would get involved in that capacity. They're not going to do what they did for the Raiders, which was add a room tax that would pay for the stadium. They're going to yeah. use dish, they're going to use actual things on the books right now, which Lombardo's whole thing when he when he ran was I'm not going to be like the previous governor. I'm not going to add or raise taxes. Now he sees the A's and the potential of having a legacy because he now knows what the previous governor has for the Raiders and all the stuff he did to get the Raiders to come here and the Golden Knights to come here. Now it's he wants his team. So it looks like this is they're done in they're done in Oakland. They they got nothing. That project is dead. Really? It looks that way. Yeah. That they, they voted it down. Baseball's still, I mean, we've talked about this. It's going to be a hard sell here. Oh, that's a lot of games. I mean, you see the the the, the dip in the in the golden knights is already happening. Significant like, dip in the golden knights. Yeah. And it ain't going to take long for the Raiders either. They're going to build this up and keep it going for 
the Super Bowl and stuff, but another year or two of bad just losses and all this other stuff is still be a destination. And there's only yeah. eight games. Right. Makes it easier. The the churn of the of, of the, the hockey and basketball is hard enough. The baseball's times a hundred. It's only double the games, but it's a lot. Um, doesn't it feel a little bit like gambling, like the legalization gambling? Yeah. Where like the rush is so like go, 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 go. And then after like five or six years, it's like, hey, we kind of warned you, like the population's only 3.1 million people. People are gonna come here, sure, but like it's be careful. Like, yeah, be careful. And I mean, the golden knights have been really good, and I think people are gonna go to the golden knights. I'm happy. I think it's coming down to more of a median, more of a normal rate. Because for the longest time, for the first three or four years here, so expensive. It was six to seven times face to go to a game. So expensive. It was dumb. It wasn't logical. And hockey now, tickets are expensive. I mean, right. like in basketball, tickets will be expensive if we get a team here. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not want the A's here. You don't want the A's here. I want NBA basketball, and that's it. They're going to add anything else. Craig said we could add it to the the B's and C's parlay, and we'd have the ABCs. <laughs> Oh, that's the great. The B's I love and the that. C's. That's the Chef Benny Parlay. Put that's that on the Discord. But the A's don't win very often, so maybe you fade them and <laughs> bet against them. Because that's the problem. The they suck. Address, by the way, can we say the Discord address uh, to put? No, uh, not yet. No. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll have it done today. So gotcha. Cal and I are doing okay. it today. All right. Good, good, good. Okay. But I don't, I think there's a real fear here. Because the A's are bad. The Raiders are football. It's like, I, I didn't care who they were because it was football. It didn't matter. We, if build a stadium, we get big yeah. concerts, we get big events, and we get the Super Bowl, which we're getting next year. So, like, it made total sense as to why. I don't care who the NFL team was. Just get right. a team. Right, right, You can't right. do that with baseball. No. Baseball, no. if you suck, why, am I, why are people in Oakland not going? The ballpark sucks and the A's suck. Okay, so the ballpark will be brand new and nice. The A's have been competitive and still not drawn until the end. Yeah, to the end. I mean, people, I don't know. Look, I mean, I'm a Red Sox fan. I'll go to six games a year. I'll go watch the Red Sox for sure. I'll be jacked up to go and see it. But I just don't think like people on a Wednesday night are going to, you know, in Henderson are going to be like, yeah, let's drive to the strip, fight the traffic. Go to the game, wait three and a half hours for the game to conclude, and then fight traffic on the way home. Six hour, it's a five hour, six hour day to go to a baseball game. This is part of the problem, period, everywhere. There's enough people in these other places with established markets of good teams that you can do that, that you get your off nights 27,000. Well, you also nope. go, the other it thing is like in Chicago, in Boston, in New York, in Philadelphia, there's public transportation that goes right to the park. So you yes. have big population sites and you don't have to drive. So you just go, I, Hey, if I'm living in Boston, I might live in like the back Bay or I live on, you know, I live out by Fenway or, or not, I live by like Boston college or whatever. Like I can take a 15 minute T ride to the game, go to the game, leave in the seventh inning and be home in 15, 20 minutes. It's not going to happen here. I, I never really did that. We, I mean, in Pittsburgh growing up, we had a better parking spot than Mario Lemieux. <laughs> my dad we right. literally parked like almost in the locker room so we had a guy and we were in and out went to the pirate games same thing we always had right. a guy in pittsburgh we always parked close but we always drove then i moved to phoenix we always drove moved here always drove even when i take the kids on these ballpark tours like when we go to san diego or go to la or anaheim we drive everywhere right we took the bus to the Knights game here, 
I'll never drive a game to a game again. It was, it made the night even more enjoyable because I didn't have to pay to park and I didn't have to drive. Yeah. We could go. We took the bus, the express lane. We were there in 12 minutes, maybe 15. They're running after the game. We came, the game ended, three stars announced. I said, let's go. We mm. got on the bus and we were home in 20 minutes in my house. That's good. It was awesome. Need more of that. I would do that all the time. You're right. It, um, but that ain't going to happen. I don't want to fight the strip. I don't want to. No, Where are you going to go the ballpark? Tropicana. In the 15? They're going to blow up Tropicana and build it there. They're going to blow up the Tropicana Hotel. Yes. They should do that anyway. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that thing, yep. That thing, if you hadn't been there recently, I was oh just boy. in there uh, about a month ago because uh, sneaky parking, and I just went in just to see the book because we had that book back in the day. Right. In fact, the tennis pro who uh-huh. I posted a picture of, he was there and uh-huh. running that place. It has a smell from like 1972. <laughs> And a look too. 1972. It was modern back then. You're right. Yep. Oh yeah. So that's that's the the proposed idea is that the owners of the Tropicana will sell that land to either the state or the A's. They will demo it, and they'll build the ballpark there to create the biggest, most hellacious intersection in the state of Nevada by far. Bad idea. <laughs> When the hell is going to drive down there? I'll never want to go down there again. You need infrastructure on infrastructure. You know, MGM, for those of you who don't know where Tropicana is, it's across the street from MGM Grand. Right. So that intersection. Oh, New York, New York, New York, T-Mobile. And then on the nights, you have a you have a hockey game and a baseball game at the same time. Oh. Good luck. Have fun. <laughs> diagonally across the street from each other baseball throw almost i mean it's not that it's not that far away it's kind of like how philadelphia has it difference is they've got it tucked away from the main part of the city and they have parking for miles and they have public transportation and they have that too a train that goes right there (laughs) so it's this is bad it's a bad 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 bad. bad. i don't like any of that time for better to book it let's go so we're going to end just the picks, which I'll talk more about here in a second, with a gift parlay. LA Kings, seven straight to a yes goal in the first 10 minutes. Okay. Washington Capitals, four in a row to a yes parlay. You get a plus 168. Send them off with a winner. Go. Bet it. You like, like it? Why not? You like the under in Carolina, though. Yeah, that's the one that's going to get you. <laughs> but seven straight for the LA Kings. That's the giving one giving up a goal or, or scoring a goal. That's the one that's going to get you. But I think Washington, think Columbus, you got a shot. Yeah, Washington, we'll Columbus see. are scoring a goal. A Sports Grid, thank you for being here, guys. We appreciate it. We'll continue with right the, the better, better to book it. Ferris saying says goodbye. We'll be back tomorrow on Sports Grid, same place, same time, midnight Eastern time. YouTube and Twitter don't move more with BVB. So we go to Capitals, Blue Jackets, over six and a half goals. Betting or booking it. Bet it. Bet it. Yeah, this game's going over. I like it. Yeah, Blue Jackets give up the goals. I say bet it. They do. 5-2. 
Last time this team played in Columbus was a 5-2 final for the Capitals. I lean towards the puck line in this, but Columbus hasn't been that bad, and Washington's only okay on the puck line. So it's yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not to, crazy to, about way that fucking little. That yeah, way. it's it's not, only plus one eighteen if you want the plus money on on the Capitals on the puck line. So it's yeah, ain't enough. Yeah, it's not enough. I was kind of like. Uh, no. no, I think they probably do it. I need four goals from the Capitals minimum, but it could be a four-three final. So, right, and that would burn, and that burns me. So, I'd rather play the, I'd rather play the over on that. Um, and Darcy Kemper's goals against average on the road is higher than at home, not much higher, but it's still higher than at home. Uh, and then finally, we are going with the puck line for Ottawa against Montreal at plus one forty. <laughs> Just not picking no NBA games, huh? Oh God, no. <laughs> God, I told you. I didn't even ship it on the NHL. No, I'm not. We've become a hockey show. I love it. I love it. But I, the NBA I'm, is just not fun. I mean, anybody betting NBA basketball will 100% understand yeah. if you bet basketball every night. Yeah. College basketball. Look what happened last night in college basketball. You want oh, me to go back to college oh, basketball? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I just literally got my balls no, cut off and handed to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing it. I'm not going back to the college basketball tonight. No way. I, I got obviously a lot more viewing and, in, 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 you know, I got to go analyze a lot more, more plays. Uh-uh. Not stop. for a while. I'm stop analyzing. Just say Chicago State. That's all we're doing. <laughs> That's all we need. Um, Ottawa puck line. Yes. Taking the plus 140 flyer. We're, we're booking this. This mm. is, this is no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> Definitely not. I need one of the two plus money bets to come. Rommel Camp wants to know about the Laker line. Why? Who cares? It's one and a half. We talked about it earlier, Bromel Camp. It was on the rundown. Bromel Camp, don't, don't be on a Bromel Camp. He's all right. <laughs> What's up with the Knicks line tonight, Todd? Why? It's one and a half. Yeah. Um, they're going to keep betting the Lakers. You know, because LeBron and this and that, the blah blah. Bet the LeBron Just, props over. There you go. There you go. That's it. Okay. Points that's LeBron over. That's bet. It. Yes. You want to get aggravated? You bet the Lakers. If you want to win, you bet the Knicks. We'll go with that route. But yeah, you're going to get I aggravated just, because if you bet the Knicks and they lose, you're going to be like Dave. Yeah. You said to bet the, the Knicks. Good what luck. is what is LeBron's prop? Thirty five. 33. What is it? Uh, I guess it's probably. Well, he didn't play last night, so he's rested. Which is good. 31 and a half or 28 and a half? What is it? 28 and a half. Okay. It's one. 20, yeah. I bet Probably the over. home, it's 31 and a half. Bet over 28 and a half points, LeBron, tonight. That's, that's the play. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, two things. One, I went to see the tennis pro, Keith. Um, and how was Keith? Keith is good. Keith is all right. He's, um, He's like got an empty nest with the, with the old, he had one daughter his way at school. So he's immersed himself in teaching tennis nice. and he misses the book, but he doesn't. It was really, it was a brief uh, discussion, but it was fun. He was like, what are you doing here? And I delivered him that Cleveland Browns beanie because as you're going around getting this stuff, like I do, I'm constantly looking for deals, just like I do in the book, always looking for things at good prices. Uh-huh. Guess what was available at a very, very, very cheap price? <laughs> Shocking. A Cleveland Browns beanie. See, I got the Eagles one. This is nice. That's the gorgeous. Cleveland Browns one, that color. Listen, JC from KC and the rest of you that are in Cleveland watching it. Them colors are ugly. Okay. They're ugly. Really? I, 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 I disagree. You like the elf? 
I, I hate the elf. You know, I whoa, hate the elf. Whoa, 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 whoa. I hate the elf. The elf looks ridiculous. The, the elf at, at the 50 yard line was also ridiculous. <laughs> but I like the, I think the brown's orange, I like. I like that color. The brown's orange is not bad. It stands out. I like it. It's kind of like the Flyers. I, I like the Flyers orange. I like the Browns orange. I like the Flyers orange when they're winning. When they're losing, I can't wait to just, you know. <laughs> what difference is that? So like, well, no, because like when the Browns, I feel bad for them. When Pittsburgh beat them all the time for so many years and stuff. Right? So it's a little bit of mercy. If they get good again, I'll, I'll, I'll ride. I I mean, I, I, like the, I like the uniform win or lose. I like the Browns orange. I just, I like that color orange fluorescent pop orange. I like, right. Rich, nice. what just popped in the chat late, but I just like to say it. Cause he says he likes the way I say it. My <laughs> second favorite thing about today is that I tweeted it very, very early this morning, but this, these things that I follow, they pop the music into my feed. Now, like I start to see these videos of people do you know what you started, by the way, with that? What so the I brigade, start? the brigade now is requiring a Discord channel channel for BVB music because of what you've been doing. Hell yeah! <laughs> Who's the DJ of that? <laughs> Can be you if you want it, but that was a a oh uh, Richmond a Richmond request we were going through when we were talking about moving to the new Discord channel from the Props Discord channel over to ours BVB one. He said, "Can we do a, a music channel?" And SoCal DJ said, "Sure." And he made up. We have a we have an actual music channel now. Where I'm you gonna can go post the shit on my phone. I'm gonna get a divorce though. I'm gonna just, <laughs> I, I, if I'm on my seconds. phone more. Oh no. Do you understand? I have that person that like I'll get over the top and always no. be trying to work. Like no. sometimes I got to decompress. Yeah, That's why you I gotta have shut the phone the off. Discord, then, but like the Discord channel is it's fun because it's our people. It's no Twitter is everybody. Twitter is the world. Right, right, right. The right. Discord channel is just us. It's our it's our people. Have, so they'll get the jokes. You don't have to explain anything. They'll understand the references and whatnot. They they're they're good at the jokes too. They're, I mean, the stuff yep. they send us just is amazing. So they, they you we put the JC up. from the KC. Put me on Mahomes, my face <laughs> on Mahomes. They put it on Sports Grid yesterday. They're going to run it in a commercial. Are they really? They wow. Went, they went nuts. They loved it. Yeah, That's they put cool. it all over the place. They're like, so I, cool. this is great. But the car wash, mm. the, the, the song working at the car wash <laughs> okay. came up 1976. Jeez. It's a classic. Now, it's a classic because my dad used to say the car wash was something else. Like a right. title fight. He'd okay, say no. the car walk, right? So <laughs> I got a soft spot for that song. It always reminds me of things. But if you change the words to working at the car wash, okay, working at the sports book, just listen to this lyric that I wrote down for the best thing about today. Uh -huh. You might not ever get rich, but let me tell you, it's better than digging a ditch. Fair. There ain't no telling who you might meet. A movie star, or maybe even an Indian chief. Let me tell you, it's always <laughs> it's always cool, and the boss don't mind sometimes if you play the fool. Sing it with feeling, y'all. Working at the sports book, <laughs> uh, instead of working at the car wash. I used to walk into work singing this all the time. So good, working it's at sports so book. Good. You go and Google the lyrics to work at the car wash, the song, and yep. it's working at the sports book. There's so <laughs> many things in there 
just changed two words. Made my whole damn day. Best thing about today. That's phenomenal. So my favorite thing about today, about a week ago, Madeline, she, as I talked about before, she's getting older. So Uh-oh. she said, she oh, says she to me, she didn't start that thing. Did she? No, 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 no. Oh, they, no, no, no. they got me the other don't. night. They told me this for her birthday. They started. No, 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 no. I said, Oh, Please not don't. ready for that. I'm, I'm, I'm on one of one, so I'm not going to experience that very well. That's going to be a traumatic. You better know me. what to do if it's on your I, term, if it's on your week. <sighs> Call me. I'll tell you. Like, right luckily, now. I know, unfortunately, but it's just. Anyways, <sighs> she said. She said, "Do you have to do the podcast every single night?" I said, "Yes." She said, "Do you ever just not do the podcast?" I said, "Madeline, the only time I haven't done the podcast is when I've been in the hospital with Mr. Dave." That's it. Two times. <laughs> so that's two I go. Times. One time I did do it from the hospital, but two times I didn't do it because in the hospital I didn't do it. it. You were going to do it. I wouldn't let yep. you do it. <laughs> so July 2020, every single day, record the podcast. It's July 7th of 2020. Only time I didn't do it was in the either I was deathly sick one day and then in the hospital two others. Tonight, Wednesday and Thursday, three nights, I will not be hosting a daily picks podcast. I can't say where I'm going yet. That's coming. There's going to be a daily picks podcast, but I cannot talk about it later. My favorite thing about today is when I told her this morning that I'm not doing the podcast today, and she literally started jumping up on the bed. She was so excited that she I went to know. I didn't have to work. She was so psyched. She's like, not tonight. I'm like, no. She's like, what are we going to do? Can we go out? Can we go to dinner? What can we do? It's <laughs> like, know. I don't know, Madeline. I was like, but I don't have to bet tonight. I don't have to do breakdown tonight. I don't have my computer tonight. I don't have to watch a game tonight. Although I made bets. It was cool. It was, it was really fun to see her reaction that I get mm. a three day break, a three day weekend, whatever you want to call it from, and it starts back up on Friday. So it was, you know, everything gets going, but right. for at least a couple of days, I got a break. I got a break. So that my favorite thing about today was just watching the kids' reaction to like, hey, by the way, I'm not I'm not going to work tonight. I hopefully will make an announcement tomorrow. I don't know. We got to wait and see if the video is going to be done or not. We shot a, a video to make this announcement and what's coming up. So my Twitter account will have something on it. If not tomorrow, maybe Thursday. But I got to wait to get the whole permission conversation. But it, it helps BVB because it takes me off the table for some things and lets me focus strictly on this. And so it's it's a good move. We talked about it last night on Just the Picks a little bit. But be watching for it. Well, I'm, I'm back. I'm not going away. I'm not changing. It's just location will be different from where the Picks podcast is going to be. So more on that later in the week. Tomorrow's a Wednesday. Hopefully you guys will be back. Subscribe, Please. like, Please. follow All at Boston above. versus the book. And hopefully tomorrow we'll have the debut of our Discord channel rolling out. Music. You guys can come. Music channel for Dave. He's Dave for Farah. I'm Matt. We're back tomorrow for BBB.